Welcome to the Insurance Marketing Organization Podcast, where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews IMO experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their IMOs, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host. Okay, welcome to the podcast. I'm Bruce Corris, filling in for Seth today. And I'm talking with Tarun Chopra, who brings a couple of different things to the table here. Number one, he is the CEO of Clements International, which is a very interesting insurance company. Number two, he is also a member of the board of directors of the Council of Insurance Agents and Brokers. So you get to work with uh, insurance agents, and you, of course, get to work with insurance clients. So let's start with a little bit about how you got started in this in this whole world of insurance. Tell us about your your early career, because you got some interesting stops on the way before you got to Clements. So talk a little bit about how you got started in your career and then what led you to this this field. Sure. Uh, glad to be on the podcast, Bruce. So I have definitely had, a, had an interesting career uh, in, in the sense that I have the unique distinction of having lived and worked on four different continents. Um, I actually... Wow. Grew up in India, um, and I, I did my early education in India. I started working in India with Ernst & Young, and then I worked for Whirlpool Corporation, so uh, the global home appliance player. Um, then I moved to Australia um, and did my MBA in Australia, and I did a small stint with the BCG while I was in Australia. Then uh, after that, moved to U.S., moved to Michigan to work for Whirlpool again. Uh, and uh, with Whirlpool, uh, I traveled and, and worked in Europe uh, as well. And, uh, you know, all of these roles in my early career, I have a, a chartered accountancy, which is the CPA equivalent. So, so my, my initial, my, my first background in terms of professional, um, you know, certification is, is finance and accounting. So my early career was very defined by finance and accounting roles. And But once I moved to uh, Michigan, uh, when I worked for Whirlpool uh, Corporation and their head office in, uh, in Benton Harbor, Michigan, the, one of the roles I did was in marketing. So I was the brand manager for KitchenAid, uh, and, and so KitchenAid Stand Mixer and Stand Mixer Attachment and Accessories. Then I worked uh, in corporate planning and development. And uh, after that, I moved to Fannie Mae, uh, which is which was my first foray into financial services, broadly speaking. And uh, at Fannie Mae, I was first uh, the director for business analysis and decisions group. So again, uh, focused very highly on the analytical side of the business. And then in, uh, I happened to be uh, at Fannie Mae when, uh, during the 2008 crisis. And uh, when Fannie Mae was taken over by the government, I was uh, the CFO for the, uh, the HASP program, which is the Homeowners Affordability and Stability Program, uh, meant to modify mortgage terms for a $50 billion program set by Treasury as under TARP. And uh, in, in 2010 is uh, when I moved to Clements uh, Worldwide, uh, which is a global insurance uh, broker. And that was my first foray into insurance, actually. I had no insurance experience prior to that. Uh, but for the last 11 years um, that I've been at, at Clements, obviously, I've, I've learned a lot uh, about Clements. 
along the way, as well as the insurance industry in general. So that, in a nutshell, is my background and uh, and my experience with insurance. Well, to jump off a little bit on something you said about your time at Whirlpool, you definitely mixed things up a little bit uh, in, in your career. Um, so you got to Clemens, Clements, and um, one of the questions we always like to ask people is is how your company differentiates yourself from the, com- the competition. Well, Clements, just by nature of what you do, being an international company like that is a differentiator. There's there's not a lot of companies that have that marketing uh, niche and, and that focus. Um, and you talked about you living on four continents. I was I was on the company's website and the entire management team of Clements has lived in, in various places around the world. It's a, it's not just an international company in terms of its clients, but it's an international company in terms of the people running it and working there. So talk to me about what you do there, what Clements does and how Clements has grown under this very interesting um, target market. Sure. Uh, sure, Bruce. As you rightly pointed out, Clemens is definitely a specialty company. It is very unique. Uh, we have been in business since 1947. So this year we'll be completing 75 years of our operations. And as I said, we're, we are, an, from an industry classification standpoint, uh, an insurance broker. But based out of Washington, D.C., that's where the world head office has always been. But the one unique thing about Clements is we don't tend to write domestic business. Our specialization is providing insurance solutions to individuals and organizations outside their home country. We come into play when there is a cross-border element to any transaction. Mm-hmm. So to give you some examples, uh, we write personal line insurance as well as commercial line insurance. On the personal lines uh, insurance, Our key target segments are individual expats who are stationed outside their home country, working in in different jurisdictions, whether on a a job posting or maybe, uh, you know, digital nomads more more recently. But one of our biggest segments is the, the foreign service or the state department, where we work with a lot of embassies and consulates around the world uh, in providing property as well as auto insurance to the individuals who are posted in those embassies and consulates working on missions. And, and actually, the company started by providing uh, insurance to the, the state, U.S. State Department employees for the U.S. embassies and consulates around the world. So we, we work with U.S. embassies, Canadian embassies, in some cases, British embassy as well, and other embassies around the world. On the commercial side, uh, we work a lot with uh, international education. So American schools, British schools, for example, are all by definition outside their home country. So the, we, we provide health insurance to the faculty of those uh, institutions. Uh, we work a lot with UN and UN agencies, as well as uh, UN affiliates and, and UN partners. Uh, they work in, uh, in developing parts of the world. And by nature of what UN does or UN agencies do, they are global organizations. Uh, We work a lot with NGOs in Sub-Saharan Africa. Uh, We work a lot. Another big segment for us is the uh, 
you know, the, the, the security uh, industry, the security contractors, or construction companies working in conflict zones around the world. Um, and we also have an affinity division where we work with uh, the aviation industry, particularly uh, pilot associations, as well as relocation companies. So it's a, a very unique business in terms of, you know, as long as there is mobility, as long as there are people and organizations looking to expand beyond their home environment, we come into play. So the, the client is in one country, but the coverage is in another, basically. Yes. So okay. it could be both. The, 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 on, on the individual side, the client itself or the, the person or the family are moving to a, a place outside of their home country. So a U.S. national may be moving to, you know, uh, Kenya, maybe moving to Thailand um, or, or somewhere in Europe. And that would be a typical personal insurance plan for us. Got it. Okay. So, you know, 47 or 75 years um, of doing this, you've done something right over that time. Um, since you came on board the last 10, 11, 12 years, um, talk to me about what you've done and, and, and to help the company grow and, and how it's grown. Um, it's a, it's a, I, even with this unique market that you're in, you still have to get business. You still have to, you know, people have to want to come to, to be a client of yours. So talk to me about how people find you and how you have made yourself more findable, if that's a word, um, over these last 10 years. Absolutely. So one of the reasons or the main drivers for me coming to Clements was my background. I have worked with global companies, I've helped companies go global or set up global operations. And in, in 2010, when I was looking to move or, or when I was first introduced to Clements, Clements was a single office entity, i.e. a Washington DC based entity looking to go global, looking to expand their international reach as well as international operations. And that was very attractive to me. Uh, and, and that's really you know, what I wanted to do. It was a good fit with my background. They had not been international. So they needed uh, a senior executive to take them international. So one of the ways I would say that I have made a, a significant impact to the organization in my early days is to help with that international expansion. So since coming on board, um, we set up operations in UK and then we made an acquisition in UK and established a European base. After that, we opened an office in the Middle East to take care of the Middle East business in Dubai. And over a period of time, we've also been able to establish an, an office in, uh, in Brussels, in Belgium. We've also have relationships in Amsterdam uh, with a partner broker, and we are about to open an office in Ireland. So one big impact has been, you know, following the philosophy that we have of being closer to the customer. In this case, we want to be physically closer in terms of providing the service in the time zone that our customers are in. And by physically being in those locations has definitely helped us gain some momentum. So that's that's one way, you know, the, the, the physical expansion or the expansion of the business itself is, is where I've made one contribution. The other place 
I would say where where I have made a significant impact coming into the business has been the transformation of the business uh, since I've come in. So as I mentioned, it's a it's, it was a 60-year-old business, single entity, legacy business, legacy operations, things going well, but it needed to be transformed to a modern 21st century business. And, and that's where I think I've made the most impact coming into, into Clemens. Because you know, we've we've been able to sell, but it's at the end of the day, it's also about understanding your client and about understanding the needs of your international, um, you know, uh, participants, so to say, uh, into the business and or, or the stakeholders, I should say. And the way we grow first is through word of mouth. We have a, you know, as you mentioned, we've been in business for over 70 years. We must be doing something right. So we've built this credibility. We've built, you know, we're, we're the leading provider of insurance solutions to the foreign service community today. You know, six out of every 10 um, individuals who are posted are Clemens customers. That is, um, you know, th- that, that is a testimony to our, our service levels and, and what we provide uh, on a worldwide basis. Same thing, you know, in the, we're a leading provider in the international education segment, as I mentioned. So that's another place where word of mouth matters. So in addition to that, what we've been able to do, obviously, is to strengthen our, you know, SEO as well as PPC marketing campaigns where we've been able to reach out. and. Over the years, we've also established our distribution network by tying up with different brokers and insurance companies around the world. Uh, we're, we're proud to say that despite being in, in, in a few locations around the world, we are able to write business in over 170 countries, and it's been made possible through those, uh, through those relationships that we've built over the years or over the decades. Got it. Yeah, relationships truly, truly matter. So um, speaking of relationships, you have one with many, many other insurance uh, uh, people through your role on the board of directors of the Council of uh, Insurance Agents and Brokers. Talk to me about that organization. Talk to me about what it does. Talk to me about what you do there, because in that capacity, you're not just an insur- you're not just an insurance person. You're not just the CEO of an insurance company. You're working with um, insurance people all over. Is it an international organization or just in yes. the U.S.? So just to, uh, I'll give you, I'll explain what CIAB or the Council of Insurance Agents and Brokers is, and then I can expand um, about my role in at the council, as we call it. So CIAB is It's based out of Washington, D.C., but it is essentially the leading insurance um, association in the world. It has all the insurance uh, agencies and brokers across U.S. as well as around the world are members of the, the council itself, as well as they have insurance carriers around the world as members uh, of the association at the same time. Though 
the, the council itself serves the, the needs of the insurance agents and brokers, but obviously the insurance agents and brokers cannot work you know, without the insurance carriers who are the capacity providers or the underwriters for the programs. So it's a complete and holistic approach to the insurance industry as such. And the council's key objective is to ensure that there is a good understanding of the needs and requirements of the insurance industry, and they are providing the right set of guidance as well as uh, support to all their members, whether it's um, you know helping them understand the new trends, whether it's working with the government, uh, as well as working on uh, new challenges that we may face, uh, especially in, in the technology space, as new entrants enter the market and there are different ways of doing the same thing. So the council plays a, you know, it, it plays a very instrumental role in the insurance industry itself because it is the, it is the, the thought leader in, in terms of what's going on in the insurance industry. And as it relates to my specific role, as I sit on the board, it is about providing that strategic perspective to the board as, this, as a sounding member where then the board helps the, the council take care of the needs of individual members in the, who are members of the council. And at the same time, you know, the, the council set up, uh, you know, there's a legislative body which looks at different legislations coming out uh, that have an impact on the insurance industry. There is uh, an, a general oversight committee which, which looks at different um, elements of whether it's finance or legal or um, you know, technology or marketing um, aspects of insurance. And then there's the third one where I play a, a broader role or a more significant role compared to the other two committees is, is the futures committee, which is where we look at the new trends uh, that are coming in that either create an opportunity or a threat, and how do we tackle that at an industry level and equip our members to tackle those as we move forward. Interesting. That actually segues right to my next question, which is what new trends are you seeing? As they have right there on my list. What new trends are you seeing? And following up on that, where do you see your company, back to Clements, where do you see your company in five years from now? What's your five-year plan? So in terms of the general trends, you know, obviously the, the one trend is instant gratification. <laughs> that, you know, insurance used to be a very involved activity and what individuals particularly are looking for is, is an instant, you know, completion of that transaction. And it's, it's, it's almost a commodity where, you're, you're challenging the status quo. For instance, insurance, you know, when you, when you look at standard policies, they are 12 month policies, or it's these are, you know, if you look at an auto policy, it's a six month policy. And, and those are the standard terms uh, or the standard length of a policy. And where the world is transitioning now to is, well, can I, if I'm riding my bicycle, down the street, can I have insurance for the next 15 minutes? 
And so that is definitely a new trend. And it, it does go back to that instant gratification thing that, yeah, I need insurance when I want it, not you know, on a holistic level. So, so I can turn it on and off as I move through things. So that's definitely one big uh, trend that, that is going on that everybody's working through uh, in terms of fulfillment. The other is on the data analytics side where companies are looking at, you know, as everybody wants to make a better decision and insurance cost is not any different. So organizations want to be better educated in terms of their decision-making as it relates to their protection for their insurances. So there is a lot of emphasis, not just on providing insurance itself, but providing those insights, all the, the, the valuable knowledge that you have based on whether historical data or current experiences is now um, you know, something that is expected as opposed to a value add. So those two things. And then the third one is obviously getting into the, uh, you know, the metaverse and what that is still being defined from an insurance perspective. So what does that mean and how does the insurance industry play a role in that is, is evolving as we speak? So to me, those are the three trends uh, that definitely will de- redefine the future of insurance. Now, when it comes to Clements, what we are looking to do, obviously, is similar on, on the lines of what I just explained. If I look at us over the next five years, obviously, one, we want to be more visibly present from a from a global perspective. We are a global company, but we have limited presence. So, so we want to expand more from a, from a physical operation standpoint. So that's definitely on the horizon. That's one of the things you will see in, in the next five years is, is, is us being that dominant uh, player or a dominant brand uh, in the expat industry or the international insurance industry through physical uh, expansion. The other thing is, is the, um, uh, from a technology perspective, you'll, you'll definitely see a lot of upgrades or improvement in that customer experience, customer journey that we want to bring about. So that's another thing that we are uh, investing heavily on and trying to you know, stay ahead of the market, so to speak, from a technology mm-hmm. perspective. Knowing what you know now, if you could go back to the Tarun who started at, uh, at Clements uh, in 2010, uh, or even further back, if you could go back to, to one of the Clements people 10, 15 years before that, knowing what you know now, what would you say? What advice would you give at that point? Well, I think that's a two-part question for me. One is specific to Clements itself. And that has to do with the fact that Clements is a family-owned business. And prior coming to Clements, I had worked for major corporations, you know, and uh, never worked for a family business before. So, <laughs> and, and there is a certain way a family business is conducted. There are different dynamics when it comes to a, a family business, which I didn't, I didn't have. And if I had known that coming into Clements, it would have made it even a richer experience because the passion that comes out from, from the owners or, or the family itself or the legacy that they want to talk about or the emotions that you get to witness or, or see 
is very different than it is in a publicly listed company or in a you know general for profit private company so that was one thing that i wish i had known or, or mm-hmm. gotten some uh, guidance on prior to coming to clements but it it has been all good it just i it's something i did not have um i think if i go back to my career it is about to me it's it's more about a learning as about uh, as opposed to you know something i knew it's you have to constantly reinvent yourself and as, as you look at my career it's been about you know going from finance to marketing to corporate strategy to you know running operations to then being the ceo i credit all of that to this this notion of you know reinvention and to me that reinventing applies both individually and for the organization so as an organization even at clements we been reinventing ourselves and trying to you know keep an open mind about what opportunities we have and what challenges we can face so taking risk you know taking ownership and then taking charge of your destiny is, is is something you know you get a crash course early in your career it always sets you up for success mm-hmm. yeah that's a, that's a very good analogy i mean when you worked for whirlpool you didn't work for mr whirlpool <laughs> you worked for the it's a whole it is a different dynamic and it's a and it's a that's a that's a good point especially in insurance because yes there are giant insurance conglomerates but there's an awful lot of locally owned agencies and they have the opportunity to build their their business and not not worry about the the structure of a huge corporation it is a different dynamic and it's an opportunity in a lot of little ways a lot of ways I'm glad you pointed that out um one of the ways that insurance agents or anyone gets business is through networking and things like that and and obviously a lot of that happens on the golf course and i know that you enjoy playing golf but i want to talk to you about something else that you do which is not too many uh ceos do um you are a cricket player um that's not i don't think i've ever interviewed a cricket player uh so talk to me about that that's that's fascinating Yeah, uh, absolutely. So that was uh my first passion in life. Uh my wife still believes that it's my second wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the amount of time I spend on cricket. Uh I I grew up with it. It, it was obviously the dominant sport uh, as I was growing up in India and I still play it. Uh there are actually two leagues in uh, Washington DC metro area. and uh, i'm i'm part of a team in fact um you know i i captain one at this point uh, or i did last year and i'm going to this year as well so it's something that's 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 part of me and part of my upbringing it, it's a game i've always enjoyed and um you know the, the british invented the game but uh, it, it is played um uh, quite a lot in what used to be the the, the british colonies and then it's uh, mm-hmm. it's a very well regarded sport in the world right now um, you know even us has a team uh, right now uh, they, they just you know established one so um that's something um it's it's part of my life <laughs> for the people that are listening to the podcast and not watching the video you missed out on this giant smile that just lit up your face when you talked about that it was fun to watch um how can people learn more about you and about clements sure where can they go 
Yeah, the, the best place to go is www.clements.com. That's our website. And, and it's C-L-E-M-E-N-T-S. Uh, yes, so C-L-E-M-E-N-T-S.com. Uh, that's, that's our website. And if you want to reach out to me, um, I am on LinkedIn. And uh, if you look up Tarun Chopra, T-A-R-U-N, C-H-O-P-R-A, and if you type the words Clements next to it, I'm pretty sure it'll lead you right up to me. So um, that's how you can reach um, both Clements and myself personally. Great. Uh, thank you for being here. We've been talking to Tarun Clements, Tarun Chopra, <laughs> the CEO of Clements. Uh, worldwide and a member of the board of directors of the Council of Insurance Agents and Brokers. You have shared a lot of really interesting information today. I know our listener, our listeners are going to find it worthwhile. Thanks for being here. Yeah, glad to be here, Bruce. Thanks.